Welcome to the Calvary Couples Podcast. This is Pastor Josh, and I just wanted to do a brief bonus episode, I imagine. Um, I guess we'll call this, and it's a really important thing, um, very practical thing that I hope you'll find to be helpful. And a lot of times as parents, I guess this is something that we are expected sometimes to just know, but um, sometimes it's, uh, it's something that can be just an uncomfortable conversation because we just aren't exactly sure how to approach it. So I wanted to address the question um, that I think will be very helpful. And that is, um, so when your son or your daughter or your your child has questions about the Lord as they're growing up or they have questions about salvation, as parents, how do we approach that? And I think uh, the simplest thing that I could title this would just be straightforward, and that's just leading your child to Christ. And this comes from a really helpful book uh, that I found years ago um, called Making uh, Homework and uh, just some practical principles of how we can um, approach leading our children to Christ. And if you think about it, the major responsibility and influence in any child's life comes from their parents. I think we find that evident from the testimony of Timothy in 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 15. And what what salvation does in the life of a family is it takes what is a temporary family and gives it opportunity to become an eternal family. Salvation is a way for you and your children to become part of the greater family of God, and it allows them to experience the Holy Spirit of God, so that as a family you can function at an even greater and deeper level as each person is moved by the Spirit of God that lives inside of them. So how do we approach witnessing to a child? I think, practically speaking, and this, this is something that maybe is obvious, but it's to try to keep it simple. Um, sometimes we get a little bit complicated in our terminology, and I'm guilty of that as much as anyone else. Um, when we approach salvation, as and these are a lot of times terms that we've learned over the years, which, again, terminology is helpful, and I think it's good for us to be specific, but we've got to be able to be simplistic about it and communicate it in a way that you know anyone can understand. Uh, if we don't, sometimes it can lead to just disinterest. So, you know, you could ask your child a simple question to uh, make them aware of sin, such as, uh, you know, have you ever lied before, or have you ever wanted something that wasn't yours, or spoken an unkind word, or been in a fight with your siblings, just simple illustrations like that, that can make them aware of what it means to, what, what sin means, what trespassing against God's law, you know, these these bigger, deeper questions that we talk about, but try to explain it in such a way that can be easily understood, and that when they understand that they are guilty of these things, that the Lord requires a punishment for that, and that punishment was paid for by Jesus Christ. Another thing that's really helpful is to look for uh, Holy Spirit involvement. Look look and be aware, be sensitive to the fact that God might be working on the life of your children, and, and you'll find that in a lot of different ways, but I would be careful to approach a child um, when there isn't, then there doesn't seem to be any evidence of interest. Um, watch for the Lord working in their heart. And a lot of times this will be revealed about the questions that they ask. They might be asking you questions about the Lord. They might be asking you questions about heaven specifically. Children are often very interested in that. They might be asking you questions about salvation as they hear the gospel story in your home as well as in your church. Um, And then realize that it is the work of the Holy Spirit that convicts all men of sin, even children. So all, all the human race is convicted of sin by the work of the Holy Spirit of God, from the smallest child to the oldest person. And we find evidence of that in John 16, verse 8. And only when that takes place can a person genuinely understand their need of a Savior. The Holy Spirit of God, the Scripture tells us, is drawing all men to Him. All people are being drawn by the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit does the work of conviction. So when we see evidence of that in our children's lives, that is an opportunity to to react and to um, use an, use this as an evangelistic opportunity. 
some of the things that you may want to emphasize um, and that a person needs to know according to the scriptures in order to become a child of God is they have to first understand who Jesus is. So you have to explain to them that Jesus Christ isn't just a Bible character, isn't some superhero, isn't some just person that was smart that walked the earth, that Jesus is God. Very, very important. The second thing is that they understand what sin is. It isn't just, um, you know, it's not a big deal or it's just kind of who we are. No, but that sin is a trespass against God. It is against God's law and the wages of that sin is death. The third thing they have to understand is that they have sinned. If a child is unwilling or unable to come to the conclusion that they are a sinner, then you can take that as, as, a, as an understanding that they are not quite ready yet, that they must understand what sin is and that they have sinned. And then fourthly is obviously the message of the gospel, that Jesus Christ is the one that paid for all sin by his death on the cross, and that it's through um, his victory over sin when he rose from the dead three days later that we can also be victorious over sin. So understanding the message of the gospel. And then finally, realizing that salvation isn't something that they earn. Some, salvation is something that they receive by belief, by faith. It's a gift. And I think there's a lot of ways that we can illustrate the, the way that salvation is a gift. So what you'll find helpful is if as, a, as parents we begin teaching our children these basics ahead of time. So that way when these opportunities arise, we're not starting at square one. We're able to build on principles and basic doctrines that we've been teaching them in our homes and in our churches from a very early age, this will plow the ground and, and, and make preparation for the privilege and opportunity of receiving Christ as Savior. When the opportunity itself actually arises, how do we approach it? I think a helpful encouragement is to ask questions, but don't ask leading questions. And there's a reason for that. And I found this to be the case is that children just naturally, many times they just want to be people pleasers. So if I approach them with a question like, well, don't you want to be saved or don't you want to go to heaven? Of course, a child and really any person is going to say, yeah, of course. But there must be, and we mentioned earlier, some deeper understandings and the work of the Holy Spirit already already present. So what we can do is we can actually ask questions that help us understand their mindset. So a lot of times you may uh, approach a child, uh, approach your own child with the question of why do you want to be saved? Let them explain it. Don't explain it for them. Um, again, these basic building blocks need to be in place. Let explain or ask them the question, why do you want to be saved? And then you can kind of help them develop a right understanding of that if you're unsure or you may just outright see, wow, they, they got it, which is great. The second question you may ask is like, what is sin? You explain to me what is sin to see what kind of understanding they have. The third might be, again, following these other things we've stated is who is Jesus? So based on your understanding of the Bible, who is Jesus? Fourthly, you may ask yourself, what, what did Jesus do on the cross? Um, to give a little bit of an explanation of what is um, the gospel work. Uh, what can that look like? And then fifthly, you may ask some questions like, well, do you think that you can go to heaven by just being good? And see what their response is. And hopefully by asking some of these questions, you'll gain a greater understanding of how um, they may receive Christ and what their understanding is at the moment of the Spirit of God working in their life, and then how better you can explain to them uh, what salvation looks like. Um, another thing that I think is important is, um, watch for spiritual desire on, on your child's part to be saved. You know, you can do things like pray with them, teach them the truth, um, let them ask to be saved, recognize God's spirit working in them, and then let your children tell you when they were saved rather than, uh, approaching it like, well, do you don't, don't you remember that time when you were little or this happened or that happened? If, if a child has no recollection of those things, it may be evidence of the Holy Spirit of God is actually working on their heart. And don't be embarrassed if later on they end up needing some assurances of some of the things that they have 
committed to when they were younger. Only an individual really knows the motivation of their own heart. Of, of course, God understands, but only the relationship exists between themselves and God. And, and then finally, the greatest thing that we can do in a child's life is to lead them to Jesus. Uh, Luke 18, 16 reminds us of Jesus' claim to suffer not the little children to come unto me. God desires to save, and he desires to save even the smallest and the youngest among us. So take these things seriously as we approach um, the opportunity to lead children to Christ and to lead our own children to Christ. And hope you find this helpful. If you have anything that you think um, you'd like to add or uh, you think might be a, a helpful addition to this, please send it my way. I'd love to um, talk more about this uh, this uh, particular subject because I think it's really important, especially as we're walking into, which is right now, the summertime and vacation Bible school season, and there will be a lot of opportunity to share the gospel with young people. It just helps give us a good baseline for how we can participate in that. So again, I look forward to studying with you again. Thank you for joining us on the Calvary Couples podcast, and I look forward to being with you next time.